Welcome, my chingus, to the After Show Show for episode 110. If this is your first time tuning in, this is not the main episode. This is the hey, hey, hey of the main episode where we talk about random topics of interest. Now, you may have guessed it, but this episode, we are finally getting to the long-awaited Brave Sound Producer Spotlight. Finally. We've been promising it for quite a long time. Yes. Uh, but if you're new to our producer spotlights, it's where we talk about our top five songs produced by that person, limited usually to one song per artist. Yeah. We've previously done some after show spotlights for like Teddy from YG, Shinzerong Tiger, Double Psychic, and uh, Rainbow Bridge World's Kim Do Hoon. So check those out if you want to, you know. To experience their discographies. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people aren't too keen on like producers. They may know like a certain sound and they're like, oh, all these songs are produced by the same person. No wonder I like them. And so, hey, you might find a new pocket producer. And this is slated as our last one of these uh, because Brave Sound is my, and I don't know if he's Josh's, but he is my 100% favorite producer. For me, it's hard to say what favorite is because I, I do have to agree that Brave Sound or Brave Brothers, they have probably the most songs that I like by one producer. But I mean, there's a lot of songs that are kind of like sevens and eights for me. But then again, there are a lot of songs that are like are nines and tens. So we're going to talk about those nines and tens today on this after show. Yes, we are. And I fully know that we're going to have some uh, similar, uh, samey, samey picks. Yeah, because we, we know what the nine or tens are for us. But maybe you don't, because maybe you're like, let me just search for Brave Sound. Yeah, and maybe you've been a longtime listener and you know that we mentioned Brave Sound a lot, but maybe this is your chance to find out what our favorite Brave Sound Brave Brothers songs are. I mean, if you're a real chingu, you know for sure. So let's get started. Let's go. I'm going to go first. And I know this is on your list, although the last time I said that exact quote, this song was missing from your top 10 of 2015, Josh. Wait, was, it maybe two, was it 2014? We didn't do a 14 one. I thought we did a, we didn't do a 2013 Oh, one. shoot. You might be right. Shoot, what year is it right now, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> what year is, is it, that? Is it 2017? How old are cue, we? Cue the, the Robin Williams Jumanji clip. Oh God, Jumanji, that movie. I don't think I ever finished that movie when I was younger because it scared the shit out of me. Uh, but anyways, Josh. <laughs> Could be frightening for young children, Stephen. It is frightening. Uh, but what's not frightening is this song by 4-Minute. We've mentioned it in our 4-Minute after show when... Uh, we were talking about their lovely songs, and I've mentioned this every waking moment of my life since you failed to mention this in your top 10, Josh, and that is Four Minutes Only Gained Weight. Yeah, it's four minutes. Ooh. What's up, brave sound? And brave bravest. Nigga. failure this time only gained weight is in my top five it is number five um it's probably the best four minute song that we think they have but they have some some good honorable mentions right steam 
Right. Um, well, before I get to the honorable mentions, I didn't actually rate them like one, two, three, four, five. five. I just okay. picked like my top five in general. But this one for sure is number one. Like, number one. Oh, this is my favorite. This song is, is your favorite Brave Brothers song. Oh, hell yeah. By wow. like a million. By a million. Like, there is no doubt in my mind that this is my favorite Brave Sound song. Hmm, because A, it's one of my favorite K-pop songs of all time. Mm. It's my favorite four-minute song of all time. Correct. And it's it, it it this is the epitome. Of what oh, Brave Sound actually, is. This is the epitome of K-pop for me. Wow. Like, this is everything I High love praise. about K-pop. Except it doesn't have like the guy-girl kind of back and forth, mm. obviously, since it's just four-minute. Um, but it's also one of those songs where I'm like, there are probably some fans of K-pop that have been listening to K-pop for years and years and years, and they've never heard this song. So it's kind of like one of those like badges of honor because this was mm. like on the Bray Brothers 10th anniversary album, which has been going, by the way, for, for a like couple years couple now. Years, <laughs> like three or four years. Um, so his, his loose interpretation of 10th anniversary is a little strange. Yeah. I mean, this song is amazing, like you said. Um, for me, I don't think I like it quite as much as you do but it's definitely a great song it's in my top five like brave sound songs so yeah i you know i'm gonna dial it back a tiny bit i i actually don't know where this will stand if i had made a top 10 k-pop songs of all time oh but that's such a hard list because it's so biased by you know um feeling and also time yeah yeah so but like this song it's the best of the boopity boop world it's mm. the best of uh, happiness world, and I just love spreading the gospel that is four minutes. <laughs> it's only, only gained weight. weight. Um, but yeah, as you said, I there have been you. other really great Brave Brothers four-minute songs. Yeah, right? uh, um, arguably probably some of their most famous ones. Uh, we had a four-minute kind of retrospective before. Uh, we did an after show about that. If you guys really don't know about four-minute and discography, then uh, yeah, you can check out that after show. And again, if you're new, uh, we we know how to pronounce that. It's just yeah, we just like saying discography. Um, so, for example, I really like uh, "Is It Popping." Yeah, I think "Is It Popping" is the best one of the other four minute songs. Yeah, um, kind of like the other three that Brave Sound has really done for them that are really famous. Mm-hmm. He also did, of course, "What's Your Name" mm-hmm. and "What You Doing Today." Mm-hmm. But "Is It Popping" is definitely my favorite, probably because it's the most similar. To like the only gain weight style. I think I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think Is It Poppin' for me is probably also my second favorite, like four minute song that's produced by Brave Sound. That's a mouthful. But yeah. yeah. But consequently, I if I remember our four minute retrospective, uh, which I probably don't, uh the Brave Sound era was our favorite, favorite of era, four minutes. So oh, yeah. mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's move on, Josh. What's the next Brave Bras song? All right. Since we're gonna do this kind of uh not ranked in any particular order then i'm going to go with something that i think is going to be on your list and then we'll go into the spicy ones so the the song that i'm sure is on your list is sistar's sistar 19's my boy
19's My Boy. Sister 19's My Boy. Is this on your list, Steven? This song popped my virgin K-pop boner. The, so Steven and I, when we even before we had known each other, we had saw, we had seen this. We had seen it. We saw and seen it. This Sister 19, my boy, like dance practice video. And when we finally got together and we were talking about it, we're like, yo, you saw that one too? Yeah, I saw it too. And it, it was pretty much the like, yeah, that was very <clears throat> pants tightening kind of uh, dance practice for I mean, us. My, my pants are always tight, but right. this one was like, it Extra came out. Extra tight. It poked out. <laughs> oh, right? God. Um, but <laughs> oh God. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is true, but it is true in my experience, which is I think that was one of the first super viral dance choreography videos. Possibly, yeah. Um, because I watched that video before I watched the real music video. I think for and me as well. Yeah, I, I feel like from the few people I've talked to about this before, it was the same same for them too. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen the choreography video, you know, a hundred times more than I've seen the real video by now. Um, there are a lot of lonely nights. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, forever, like, there is no K-pop wave better than in my boy's, or in my boy's music video. There the is wrist no push and the body wave. And Iconic. We were talking about it, or I was talking about it when we were preparing, and I'm like, I miss, I miss K-pop in the past because, weirdly enough, before they were super internationally known, they used to use more English. Like, I feel like nowadays, even mm. though a lot of members now can speak much better English nowadays, yeah. they don't use English as much in songs anymore, which sucks because my dumb ass don't know Korean. And my enjoyment of a song was is just way more when I can sing with it. I've said that multiple times. Yeah. And Bora's rap has a lot of English in this. And so I know a lot of the, the My Boy rap because of that. Yeah, hmm. and it touches my soul a little bit. Yeah, right? I, I'm no, I don't know how much I agree with that because I, I feel like the, there is a still a good amount of English in K-pop. It's probably just used differently. See, I will fight you on that because mm. since we've been in Korea, in the past, last year I didn't do it, but in the past I would make we, I would make those uh, K-pop games mm, where mm, mm. Uh, the students would need to like fill like fill in the English word to a K-pop song, right? And it became a lot harder every single year to find good songs that used any English to put into these. Like, obviously, the, the chorus main title song There's a lot still of times a lot is still of English, English, right? But around that, I, I, I will fight you to my death of diabetes probably soon in my life that uh, they've been using way, way less English. Mm. Possibly. But anyways, either way, it don't matter mm. because Sister 19, my boy, an amazing song. Amazing, amazing song. Now, we did Lump Sister 19 with Sister. Sister. Right. Um, but Brave Sound is known to have worked with a lot of people, and Sister is one of the biggest people. Yeah, and arguably, he helped propel Sister to like the level they are now. Right. I think uh, you know a lot of people associate, with, uh, associate him with like AOA. Mm-hmm. Um, four minute you know, four minute but the, he kind of came in in like the middle era with of those groups like he worked with sistar from the very beginning like he is well i mean of course sistar owes some or has some credit in in being successful of yeah course. of course but he really did propel them to uh to what they are now Mm-hmm. Uh, like for like he did all the way from the very beginning, you know, push, 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 huge song for them. Right. He did a whole bunch of shady girl. Yeah. I mean, that's a great song as well. You know, after my boy, of course, so cool. Mm-hmm. He did the other sister 19 songs. He did alone. I mean, yeah, for the first like two years of sister's life, it was all brave son all the time. Gone, not around any longer. And we were talking like sister 19. I mean, I know you guys ain't 19 anymore, but like, where are y'all at? Yeah. I want some of that super sexy. I mean, my boy is sexy, but it's not even that sexy. Like, it wasn't originally, yeah. I think, meant to be that sexy. It's not a super provocative kind of sexy. Right. Like, gone, not around any longer, you know? Yeah. Which is very sensual kind of sexy. Yeah. I'm like, I want that. Because Brave Sound does, mm-hmm. he kind of has two versions for girl groups. And one is like the uh, 
slower kind of quote unquote sexier version and one's right. like the more upbeat version and uh I, I kind of want uh the kind of slow sexier one back yeah and i think sistar is kind of a good barometer to see how uh brave sound has sort of uh, of you know changed his sound how his sound has evolved over the years because when we listen we were listening to some of the older brave sound songs he was using a lot of auto-tune um the songs sound kind of dated to be honest um but if you listen to some of the songs that he's put out you can still tell it is brave sound but it's kind of up to date if that makes any sense and it's crazy now because brave sound is a is a shallow hulk husk of what he used to be but yeah um, he's not sticking to the things that got him to this point in my opinion it's all fad fad um, but let's move on then to another gigantic group mm-hmm. and this song this one i feel like we did end up picking the same song but there were a lot of choices um the next uh you know he worked a lot with sistar he worked a lot with four minute and we mentioned it before he worked a lot with a o a and so I picked as my favorite AOA song at this second in time because it might change at any moment. I mean, yeah, it's true. It was uh, it today. It's AOA's miniskirt. I picked the same one. I thought you would pick this one because I All think right. the last time we talked about the best one, you picked this one. I think I picked mini skirt and I think I ranked a mini skirt and then like a cat and then short hair and then confused. Well, he didn't do confused, but when we were talking about AOA, I really thought that you were going to pick uh, uh, short hair, I think is what it's called. Short hair, right? Short hair was definitely the, I was confused. Like for, for me, it's like, a 9.5, a 9.4, and a 9.6. Like, it, they're just mm-hmm. so freaking close. It's true, though. The reason I did end up picking Miniskirt was because, A, it's the quote-unquote original AOA one. Like, it's it was the one that changed their whole style, changed the whole look, changed how I thought of AOA. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an amazing song in itself also. And I think sometimes Short Hair and Like a Cat is kind of compared or sounds same-samey as Miniskirt. The originator for yeah. AOA Brave Sound. And I mean, the concept is just so sexy, you know, so sexy. Red mini skirts, like near later on, they kind of try a little bit harder. And mm-hmm. I actually don't like the short hair look that they use in short hair. So, no, I, I, I didn't really. I'm, I'm with you on that. For the short hair kind of concept, I really wasn't behind it, even though I think a lot of people were. For us, I think the epitome of AOA sexiness will always be mini skirt. Right. And I mean, I know none of that should matter because we're just talking about the songs, but the songs are so damn close. They're all three mm-hmm. just so freaking good. Stylistically also were very similar. Right. So you had to put it, bring in some outside, you know, influences. Right. Um, but I mean, Brave Sound, like, I think for a lot of people, like the newer generation of people, right? This was the triumvirate that they all kind of heard of Brave Sound. Kind of remember what, yeah, their introduction to Brave Sound, if you will. Yeah, maybe a little bit older. It was the uh, four minute one and then maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe it was the early Sistar stuff. But like Brave Sound really works in waves. Mm-hmm. Like there are waves where he just doesn't do anything good 
or you he's kind of one anything. of those. <laughs> he's um, kind of in one of those funks, I think, right now. Yeah. So maybe you know, going back through discography. I'm sorry, discography. Uh, like it really did cement the cyclical nature of him. So I'm hoping uh, we don't have to wait too long for him to bounce back. Mm. But let's Hopefully. pick the next one, Josh. All right. So the next one, I, I think we're we're kind of straying into spicy territory. I mean, as spicy as brave bras as gets, you know. This song might be on your list. I don't. I don't know if it it is, but we talk about it constantly. I would be surprised if it is, and I would be surprised if it's not. But it's Bestie with their song "Love Options." on your list steven if it wasn't on my list come on you know it's on my list that song is amazing bestie love i mean we talk about bestie loves options constantly on the show it's constantly. one of the songs it's one of the songs that we mentioned all the time like only gain weight and this song is similar to kind of like only gain weight and only gain weight is a very good representation of what we love about brave brothers and brave sound and i think love options is kind of like that song for me Right. And just to clarify, I probably should have done it in the beginning. But Brave Sound is is, is the company's name and Brave Brothers is the producer's name. It's one producer. And it's one though. dude. I, I don't know why Yeah, uh, he named himself Brave Brothers, but he did. So uh, th- I just want to clarify that. But uh, yeah, actually, this is, again, one just, this is just so good. It's just this so is so good. good. It's just so good. Uh, but I want to hit you with a spicy, Josh. Okay. With a question. Oh, a spicy question. I actually don't know if it's that spicy, but spice it up. Because for me, this song is most similar to like the AOA triumvirate, right? Okay, I see where you're going. Is this song better than the AOA songs, or do you think the AOA songs are better than Love Options? Because Ooh. right at this very moment, my love for Love Options is it gives me like a a mind you know a mind boner, like I. I just want to love this song so much that part of me right now feels like it is better than the three AOA songs. Here, here is kind of like my my train of thought and what I'm struggling with. Uh, Bestie's love options is on its own, right? It's a great song. It's that one song that we really, really love. And AOA kind of has three songs that we kind of lump together. And because we lump those three songs together, I feel like it takes away the power from the individual song. Mm-hmm. So if we were like, you Every, know, in, all, in a weird women for themselves, if we were in some parallel universe, right, where, you know, Bestie had three kind of songs like that and they were AOA and AOA had that one song. Would you say AOA's like mini skirt in, instead of like, say, you know, be, three of Bestie's love options? I, I'm not what would you, what, what in would my you brain. I'm I am already thinking of them as individual songs. Mm. I, I'm not saying I'm just saying, you know, there are four songs there. We don't know who sang them. All right. 
Which is the best out of the four? Which yeah. is the best out of the which four? Which is the best out of the four? Part part of me right at this moment <sighs> wants to think love options. I mean, I love I love options. It's just a great song. Because sometimes, sometimes I can remember love options better than the three AOA songs. Distinctively. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of like my point, like for me, like why it's kind of hard for me to to separate to the separate AOA them. songs. Yeah. Like if we can legitimately say okay these are four different songs by four different artists then i i wouldn't know honestly what, i would not what if know. they were all by the same artist if all you know? by the same artist then that is also some dude pretty difficult. Bray then that then we have the same issue that i have with aoa and choosing one of the three songs okay so you're saying they're all just so good they're so tight yeah like but i if I, if you had if you hold the gun to my head as of right now i think i'm with you i think i love like love options more than aoa songs Right. Okay. Nice. nice. But it's but, but it's, it's like, like a, it's, like such a, a it's like a nine point six versus a nine point five kind of a deal. Gotcha. I just want to put that out there of like, mm. that's how good we, I think that's love options is. Like even I know we are in Brave Sound, Brave Sound Town, right? And I know Brave Sound is not everybody's cup of tea, right? But like, I just can't. Yeah. In my brain, I cannot imagine a person that likes K-pop. That when they hear this song, they're not like, this is an amazing song. And let me transition that to another kind of topic that I want to talk about that we've probably talked about before. But anyway, they got popular based off of three these three songs. Correct. We know that, right? But Bestie, a song of a similar caliber of those AOA songs, they did not get propelled into rocket stardom with that song, Love Options. Sure. Why is that? Why do you think that is, Steven? I mean, I think there are a way, I mean, a lot of options. It, I wish I knew which songs came out first exactly in the timeline, but I'm pretty sure Love Options came out after. Like, I've, I'm pretty sure Love Options came out at a time where people were sick of Brave Sound. Maybe. Like, mm. if I remember, but I'm a shit at remembering, but it's one of those reasons why I think a lot of girl groups have gone back to having more and more and more members because the more members there are, the more chances that, it's someone's gonna like one of them and besties only got four people you know like mm, and, and they also have good that point. problem of being like sister light you know of like four mm-hmm. girls they follow the same producers right they used a lot of brave sound or they use brave sound and then they use double sidekick for a long time just yeah. like sister did right yeah. except they're later and yeah because less i think they're really sexy but i think in the general yeah, consciousness amazing they're beautiful. less sexy than sister was right mm-hmm. so because i with Korean people, it also does have to do with like the feeling of the group. Like, and I think when you're not the sort of originators of this four girl kind of sexy concept, then you kind of lose some, you know, credibility. And for us, like Bestie, we love a lot of Bestie songs, actually. I think, uh, you know, we like really like maybe three or so of their songs, right, Steven? Like, we really like Love Options. We really like Thank You Very Much. And uh, we also think Excuse Me is the one we really like. I love Excuse Me. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of like Hot Baby. But mm-hmm. um, but none of those songs charted well, like, at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there's part of the whole, like, you know, song matters, but sexiness and the people matter. Image and feeling, yeah. And timing matters a lot. And I'm actually kind of really shocked, but I think Love Options came out first. I want to say it did. Yeah, it came out in 2013. But but it's like you said, Stephen, I think it was at a time where, you know, it was right after the four minute kind of triumvirate, quote unquote. So people were like, okay, we've had enough Brave Sound. And then... After a little while, you know, miniskirt came out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we really like Brave Sound again." Kind of a deal. Maybe, maybe like, but also, I mean, there's just the difference between the power of certain companies compared to mm-hmm. the power of other companies. Very you know, true, like, and like how they're promoted and and things like that as well is important. So that's why I, part of me feels like I go out of my way to be like, "Best these love option guys." Like, that's a song, mm-hmm. and maybe you're a new listener, and you just and maybe you never heard of it. And also, AOA has Solhyun. So, hey, that's a thing. <laughs> they do have Solhyun. Um, who, by the way, is like, I don't even see her that much anymore on the streets. Yeah. Like, I, I really think her heydays are over. I mean, she's still obviously super popular and of drop course. dead gorgeous. Of course. But, like, 
literally she'd be on every single corner in Korea for like a full two years. And now I barely see her anymore. I think it's because AOA is not really doing amazing things with her last comeback. Right. And then they had controversies. And I think actually the main thing is she's no longer the SKT model. Mm-hmm. And it's some random girl. That I don't even know who it is. I and I want to know because she's so hot. I don't know who it is. Um, all right. My turn. Go ahead, Steven. We've talked about four songs now, right? AOA, Sistar, Four Minute, Bestie. So we're left with the last song. And I know Josh didn't pick this last song. It's going to be spicy, this last one. Uh, spicy maybe for the listener, but definitely not spicy. Not spicy for me. I, yeah, I know Josh exactly knows. what it is. Uh, the last song is the only guy, only guys, the only dudes, the only dudes with PPs featured in this. this uh, unless Josh is completely going to blow my mind and pick another guy. Team Top what? No, sorry. It's not Team Top. Yeah. Sorry, um, Team Top fans. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, the you tipper toppers. I don't, I don't know what to call them. <laughs> They're called Angels or something? I don't know what it is. Angels? That's weird. Scatty, Scatty 69 or whatever that one was. Scatty <laughs> 77. I, I'm Scatty pretty sure. 79, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what Teen Top video? I want to go back and find that Teen Top video. Yeah. It was one of our like secret keywords, right? Um. Anyways, I chose uh, the Electro Boys featuring Nana of After School with their song, My Boy 3. Hey. All I see is you. Nothing but you, girl. Let's go, let's go. Oh, oh yeah. I know this is what oh, you've been waiting for. Oh, yeah. We're coming to your life. Did you know there was a My Boy 3, let alone a My Boy 2? Long-time listeners will know. They know, I think, yeah. that of your love of My Boy, My Boy 2, my and My Boy 3. I think there's even a My Boy 4. There's not a My Boy 4. Okay. I would know. I would know. <laughs> That's why I looked at you. I was like, confirm for me. Yeah. I know you would know. Uh, but My Boy 2 is also an Electro Boy song. It features Hyorin, of course. My Boy 3. There, I love both of these songs. Um, the only reason I picked My Boy 3 was because it's a, such a different sounding song compared to all the other ones that I picked. My Boy 2 is very like upbeat, brave soundy in that area. But My Boy 3 is more, is one of the slower ones that's a little bit more sexy. And I freaking love the note, the specific tone of the note that Nana hits. It's very high. It's very high. It's high, but it's like the perfect amount of like, it's not too high. It's not shrilly. It's the perfect amount of um, force. Like it's strong enough that like, I believe that she hit that, but it's not, but it's chill enough that it matches with the backing track of the song. And like, if I'm sick and I just want something to like slowly get me to sleep, I, I re- this is like one of my favorite songs because it's so chill. 
has everything that I love about guy rapper and girl singers. Fair enough. Um, and Electro Boys, I mean, there are other Electro Boys songs that I like. Uh, shockingly, you know, like who who the fuck are these boys? You know, for most people. Um, but I but I think they're very your style. They are very my, entirely my like super pop rap. You know, the Mighty Mouse style, right? Like I love the happy rap style from back in the back in the days. And that's my boy three. You should check it out. My boy two is also great. Yeah, I mean. I am not a huge Electro Boys fan, but I do like those songs. Those are good songs. Woo. Yeah, you should hear them. Now, I think we're going to go to my last pick out of the top five. And honestly, if you had pulled me on a different day, I feel like I have to give this like disclaimer every time we do this producer spotlight. But it, it does change. That's why we choose these producers. But if you would you know, kind of pull me, it might change. But I think Steven... It's no, no surprise to him. It's not spicy to you, but it might be spicy to you guys. And that is, bingo, Steven knows, Sun Me's Full Moon. Hey, the first collaboration of JYP and Brave Sam. Yes, sir. Here comes Sun you right now you saw it right you saw it coming i i the only reason i clicked on that on the computer was because i forgot that this song existed as a oh my god steven now that i think about it i oh man this might have this might have knocked out electro boys i just didn't even think about it if it knocked out electro boys that would be a five for five for us steven yeah but i'm happy it didn't i guess so talk about it josh why do you love this song so much sun me's full moon it's really rare, actually, to see Brave Sound or Brave Brothers kind of work with a individual kind of singer and make a banger. It's usually like a group for some reason. And Summy's Full Moon is, you know, Brave Sound through and through. It's got the AAAAs in it. You know, it's got kind of that screechiness sometimes that you get for Brave Sound. And sometimes like he, he puts in like these weird saxophone or brass sounds. And I, I love that about brave sound and it this song is chock full of that and so uh this is kind of you know not on everyone's radars but no nah, i'm not gonna go there for this one I, Come don't, on. I don't know but uh this song is just amazing like it's just fantastic like i'm probably gonna go and listen to it again because it's one of those songs that no matter kind of like when you you like rediscover it you're just like oh yeah Somebody's full moon. I got to listen to that again. And a lot of Brave Sound songs are like that. You'll go be like, oh, yeah, he did make this song. And then you immediately want to go and listen to it. And that is one of those. And this is one of those songs. Like we've done a lot of after shows, whether it's producer spotlights or top fives or whatever, um, or retrospectives, right? Where we're going back and we're listening through the entire history of some of these artists and producers. And I obviously it's because it's my favorite producer, but like, the amount of like S tier songs in my head preparing for this podcast was insane. Like 
there are just so many songs, even going as far back as like in eight years ago, right? Like mm-hmm. early, early stuff where I'm just like, hot damn. Like, yeah, and there are plenty of songs that could creep into that fifth spot. We could even have done a top 10, Steven. We pr- maybe like there's actually yeah. like some of the other producer ones we've done, like hitting five was a little hard. Um, but I mean, we could have maybe done 10. You know, I, I am kind yeah. of talking myself back from the full moon inclusion mm. because even though I do really like this song, um, this song is kind of boring sometimes, mm. uh, especially the way like I love Summy. I mean, longtime listeners know that one of my cats used to be named Summy. I love Summy so much. But good googly moogly, she cannot sing very well. No. And she does not sing particularly well in full moon and brave sound, I think, doesn't do an, a, as good of a job as it normally does of mm. hiding that. Um, for for me, it, it I, I don't really care. <laughs> the song is just so great backing track wise. It is a great song. I, yeah, know, I just don't. I just don't. I'm talking my back, talking down from top five. You know, mm. like because that Electro Boy song, like that Nana No. I mean, oh boy, that's seeing that gives me tingles <laughs> in my belly. Um, Sun Me looking at her gives me some tingly bitties, but there are also some parts where I'm just like, ooh, ew, ew. yeah. But there's some so there's some good songs that we didn't talk about like uh he did some stuff after school like first love that was a good song too um obviously we talked about well, bestie before before we get to i do want to mention all right brave sound works with a lot of dudes okay he does specifically he worked a lot with teen top that's why I made top jokes yes i just want everybody to know we fully understand that it's just we don't really like teen top never have never have i like maybe um, one teen top song to be fair but the thing with Brave Sound though is that he his style with guys is very different for the most part with his style for girl songs and like I really just don't think his sensibilities super match well with with guys uh with guy songs mm. um which is weird because uh, actually today we realized or I realized right that uh what's that song I put on Slack um Romeo, there's a new the Romeo, Romeo song, song right. which we initially heard and was like, man, eh. but like hearing it again, it was it's not that it's a great song. It was really interesting because he was using his girl, st- quote unquote, style, style, but for but guys were singing it. And it was really interesting. It was um, a mind mind fuck. Yeah, because like I can I'm like part of me was like, dude, like if this was AOA instead of AOA, excuse me, it was AOA. Romeo song name, whatever that name of the song is, like I might be really down with that, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I do want to mention he did work a lot with uh Teen Top, he actually worked a lot with early U Kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and he worked a lot with um big, super early Big Bang. Like really, really, really early Big Bang. Right. The Big Bang that nobody really cares about nor likes, and everyone's forgotten. And probably for better, because once they got rid of Brave Sound, they um started they killing started it. killing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's go through some of the other songs yeah. of notable songs. Yeah, like uh, so, I like After School's uh, First Love. I don't know really how much you f- how you feel about it, Steve. Was that the the pole dancing the pole one. dancing one? I, I I mean I do like that song. That song is a very like My Boy Three type song, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's one of the slower kind of sexier songs. Um, if I were to pick an After School song, I, it would definitely be the song called Weak. Oh, that Brave Brothers tenth anniversary song. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also really like that. Song, I really so. like that song too, but that one's more again generic, uh, brave sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and we oh. we didn't finish talking about some of these AOA songs as well. Um, he did uh, this B side song that I really like by AOA that I'm not sure if you heard of, but it's called Under the Streetlight. I remember you really like. I really like that song as well. I mean, also did you know uh, Heart, <sighs> Heart Attack, Attack. which which, which was we song. didn't like as much back in the day, but like. It did grow on us quite it a did. bit. And he also did the newest AOA kind of pairings of songs. He did one of them, uh, Excuse Me. Mm. Still, mm, yeah, still. Mm. Mm. Um, also, of course, he's did a lot of work with uh, Brave Girls, which has his been around, own. is his own, is part of Brave Sounds. So of course, right. he makes all the songs for Brave Girls. And I just want to mention Brave Girls because recently, the best Brave Sound songs he's been giving to the brave girls even though they're not amazing amazing songs right. still pretty good i mean we both really like high heels a lot yeah deep deep end is yeah. still pretty good and and roland is not bad as well yeah roland's not bad and the uh the the, uh, the, the better b-side song that i like i, I actually like more than roland now that yeah. I heard it quite a bit you know it's a song that i like that 
I don't know why I like it, but he did this song with B2B called uh, Beep Beep. See, I know why you like it. I know, I know, you know why I like it, but I just can't, I just can't, I can't justify me liking it. It might be my favorite B2B song because Mm. most of them I don't give a shit for. It is definitely my favorite B2B song, like for sure. Okay, Gun to My Head. Right. I don't think I can name another B2B song. (laughs) I'm really trying right now. Because like in my head, B2B songs are always ballad songs. But I'm sure they've done other songs that are not ballads. But like, I can only think of ballad songs right now. Can you name another non-ballad? Non-ballad? Ooh, that, okay. That <laughs> if you if you limit me to non-ballad, hold on. There's some B two B fans that are just like slapping our B two Bs right now. Is that is hold on? Is that a song like that? What is that? You kiss? No, that's you beat. That's There's a you beat. beat song. Yeah. I was thinking of you that you beat song. I can't. Which, if you're a super long time listener, okay, because I, I I used to do this podcast before uh, with another person, and Kelvin fucking loved that you beat song, and I was like, "You're on crack cocaine, you motherfucker!" And so it's weird to me that you also like that you beat song. I can't think of a non-ballad B two B song. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure they've had many, and yeah, as we mentioned in our main episode, a lot of current middle schoolers now weirdly are into b2b but yeah. i really do think it's more for their ballads right um who else oh, a, a thing that was like sixth or seventh on my list was hello venus sticky be- sticky or wiggle wiggle it was 100 <laughs> percent wiggle, wiggle wiggle i mean that song i still love that song it makes me smile i may even mention on the podcast before that when i listen when i he- hear that song i always think of that one dude that one that one dude that kills it that, in that. one dude that fucking kills the dance right in in a YouTuber's video, I can't remember what her name was. Was it at like some sort of like? It was at like KCON or yeah, something yeah, like some that. And it was like they were play random songs and, and people come, would come up and doing dance. Like choreography and like no one really knew how to do it. And this guy comes up and he fucking slays he it. He jiggled, he wiggled his fucking yeah. ass off. But Delicious. Uh, it makes me so happy. It's like <laughs> yeah. that dude fucking killed. Oh, he yeah, he must have practiced that so much to yeah. like do it at that level. But I still love this song. Yeah. I, I it. It makes me so angry to this day that they paired it with such a shit fucking video. Like, that's mm, one of the worst grunge, music videos yeah, I've really ever grungy seen. grungy and not in a good way. But good God, do I love the Miss dance. Googly, Miss Moogly. Uh, I, I really like that, that Hyorin uh, single, One Way Love. That song was like six or seven for me as well. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a good song. Uh, and strangely, I really like that Human Nice Body song. <laughs> that's a nice, that's a good song too. Yeah. Uh, probably but in the seven seven or eight range for yeah too. probably it, it could have been in the top 10 could have been in the top 10 mm-hmm. now hiana's ice cream was good as well nope that's <laughs> not good at all uh, for me good in terms of like it's an iconic song sure okay it wouldn't it wouldn't be in my top 10 uh I'll just say that straight out that's a that's a that's a, that's a weird uh way, way to use good but uh okay uh tiara's so crazy that's a good song too that's a pretty good song that's a good song too Definitely one of the probably least fa- uh, least famous songs, but I still think that's a great song. Um, and there's some other ones missing from this list because it was a little bit hard to uh, to get all of them together. I mean, Brave Sound recently hasn't done too much, you know, other than Brave Girls. Um, he, you know, he did some Dal Shabet, but Dal Sherbert. I think for the most part, those are our favorite Brave Sound mm-hmm. songs, and I can't. I can't not be sad that we live in this world now where Brave Sound... It's cyclical, Steven. Just wait. Sucks. It's cyclical. Just wait. He's going to come back. I guess. I mean, I, I I get it, you know? Like, people are kind of sick of that style, you know? Like, God forbid people make a song that is totally not Frankenstein-y and catchy throughout. Like, no, no, no. We definitely need super Frankenstein-y and then verses where there's literally just sing talking. That, that That's what we want in this world. Because kids are getting ADD and they can't focus, especially in songs. Right. And like, God forbid we get a song where they pronounce rookie right. <laughs> don't don't worry, Steven. Brave brave sound, he just prestiged. He's just, he's just trying to level up again, you know? You're right. He start, start from one again. You know, okay. It's kind of a tangent, but I had a girl, a student the other day, okay, tell me that rookie was the wrong pronunciation. She was like, it's Lookie, teacher. And I'm like, girl? The song is called Rookie. It's called Rookie with an R. And she's like, yeah, R, Lookie. And I'm like, girl? She's like, that's how Red Velvet says it. And I'm like, girl, 
what makes me so angry. It's like when they some of the students would pronounce a chore up because despite again, despite the English level. Okay, okay, hold up, Josh. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything. You this this might be a good K-pop and food. Quite oh, this might be a good K-pop discussion for K-pop and food. But like, do you think they mispronounced those words because it's easier for Koreans to pronounce it? I would say it's possible. Cause like I honestly was like, I was like, there's no way they don't know that's wrong, right? Like Red Velvet has a Wendy. Canadian, right? Yeah, Wendy and and Twice has. I'm sure plenty of people that can speak uh, English. JYP himself can speak pretty good English. And right? I think Mina was born in America and went to school for a little bit in America as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Her English is not bad, supposedly. So, like, part of me, I think it cheer up is a little, I don't know if this is true, but definitely it is hard for Koreans to pronounce the R sound, right? Because in Korean, it, it's, it's an L sound. They don't have an R sound, right? It, it's kind of like in the middle of a... L and R. Right. Yeah. So like, especially things like like Rudolph or, or rookie is very, very hard for them. It's very hard mm-hmm. R, you know, mm-hmm. using that hard R yeah. racist. So that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe they just did it on purpose instead of being accurate. Just so, so Koreans people can sing can along sing easier, along better. It's and possible. I was like, okay, I'm a little less furious about that now. Cause that's great business sense. Yeah. But then it's also not great business sense. I mean, not good English sense, you know. I mean, it's terrible English sense because there's an international audience to think of, okay. And also, teaching Koreans the correct pronunciation is also good, right, Josh? I mean, it's our job. It, it is our job, um, and our job for you is to talk about K-pop and random ass stories. So, with that, I think we're gonna finish this rather short but chock full of goodness after show. We'll see you guys next week. For our main episode, peace. Bye.